last week I wasn't here. Did anybody notice? You did. You know where I was? I was on a bike ride, the Sydney to the Gong bike ride. It was a most amazing morning, but I did miss you all very, very much. I signed up for the ride to Sydney to the Gong months and months and months ago. And I thought I would give myself a little bit of time to slim down a bit. Have you ever done that? You've committed to something and you thought, I'll, I'll fit into that suit. Or, or girls, have you ever thought, I'll commit to this, I'll buy this dress in this size and I'll make sure I can fit. Anyone done that? Anyone willing to admit it? Yeah, right. Well, you can tell I was unsuccessful. I finished the race, but uh, I was unsuccessful. I... I <laughs> Uh, so my question first thing this morning, my question is to this, how many of you are carrying a little bit of extra weight? There's a lot more hands. I expected muttering and no hands. And I was going to say, how many of you are sitting next to someone? <laughs> Definitely no hands allowed. I want to talk about today about carrying a little extra weight. You see, I noticed when I rode the, that track, uh, I rode that a couple of years ago when I weighed a lot less than I do now. I rode in through the National Park. You ride basically from Waterfall down through the National Park, across Seacliff Bridge and things like that. And I did that ride a couple of years ago when I weighed less than I did now. The other day, last Sunday, I managed it, but it was so much harder because I was carrying 10 extra kilos. And my bike was heavier than everybody else. I'm, just, I'm sure. It's a lot harder when you're carrying a bit of extra weight when you're trying to power through life, right? When the hills get a bit steep. See, I'm not talking this morning about kilograms, stones, ounces and grams. I'm talking about the weight of past events in our life. The hurts, the gossip, the jabs, the lies. All these things happen to you perhaps and people did things to you like this and you carry them. You haven't put them down. Many people are carrying spiritual and emotional burdens from what people have said about you, done to you. So I ask, how many of you are carrying a little extra weight? Weight that you haven't put down, you haven't let go, you haven't released. These sort of weights come in all sorts of sizes, don't they? All sorts of effects. For everyone, it's quite different sometimes. You might have a, you might have a bit of a, a lighter weight. You, someone might have said something to you that, that hurts you or offends you in some way. And, and this person just keeps doing it, you know? Have you ever got a person like that in your life? Hands up if you're sitting next to them? No, no, no. But they just keep, just keep saying things that just get you. Yeah? Anyone got that? And you just keep waiting for them to come and say they're sorry for the way they talk to you. Or they're sorry for the things that they said that hurt you or, or offend you. But they never seem to come and say sorry. Anyone had that? Yeah, no hands up for the people next to you this time. 
People generally don't, do they? And so you're left with this. You're left with it, and maybe four or five times, and you just keep carrying bits of it, and it, four or five little weights adds up. Maybe for you it's a bit, of a, a bit heavier. Maybe, maybe someone has been gossiping about you, talking about you. You know what gossip is? They've been forming or shaping an opinion of you that they then share with other people as though it was the truth. And you're sitting there and you're trying to say, oh, that's not me. It's really hard when you're in high school or uni. Groups of friends can be the most horrific bunch of people, right? No, yes. Frenemies? It feels so heavy. That's not me. I'm not that person. I'm much more than that. And they all go, nah, that's who you are. That's who you are. No, it's not. (coughs) And what do you do with that? The person who gossiped doesn't come and say sorry, even though they should. Maybe for some of you, you feel abandoned and betrayed. Maybe you're the kind of person who's had that moment in your life where someone you loved, someone you trusted, someone you believed loved you, didn't. Turned their back on you, betrayed you. Maybe you've had to sit down and and look someone in the eye and say, you stood up in front of God, family and friends and you vowed that you would love me. But then you turned your back on me, you turned to somebody else And now everyone looks at me differently. I don't know if you've ever had that conversation or ever wanted to have that conversation with somebody. Maybe it was a partner, spouse, or maybe it was a parent who left you family as a child. Or maybe it was a child that threw everything you did for them in your face and disappeared. It's a weight. What do you do with that? Perhaps you're just carrying that huge weight. You're waiting for the day when that person comes home and drops to their knees and and says, I'm so sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry I ran out of you and your mother when you were a kid or your father when you were a kid. I'm sorry that I did that to you, mum and dad. I'm sorry that I did that to you, my spouse, your partner. But they, they generally don't, do they? I know we see it in the movies. That's why it makes it to the movies, because it's rare. So you're left with it, you're just carrying it. The hurt and the pain of that. Then some of you, some of you, you're carrying even more weight than that. Some of you are carrying the pain and trauma of abuse. Maybe emotional, physical, sexual, spiritual abuse. And the pain, the anger, the frustration of that bears down on you. (coughs) Now, I want to say this morning, and I'm sorry that those things happened to you. They shouldn't have happened to you. 
There is nothing in this world that can make it right and undo it. Because it wasn't right. Maybe today will be the start of a process where it where the pain and the weight of that stops bearing you into the ground. See, forgiveness is about putting down the weight, putting down that burden. Jesus says in John 10.10 10, that He came to give us life and life abundantly. But if you're suffering under the weight of those things that happen in life, whether it be the tiny jabs of another person or the abuse of someone you trusted, those weights bear you down. And that is not the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. Forgiveness is about putting down the burden. One of Jesus' disciples came to Jesus one day and he says, Jesus, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister? And means, that means everybody. How many times should I forgive someone when they hurt me? Seven times? Jesus says, nah. Try 70 times seven times. Now, Jesus isn't playing maths, right? Jesus is not simply saying, well, not seven times, but 490 times. He is saying, always. Forgive everyone always. Why? Because otherwise the burden will drive you into the ground. The weight will pile up. Science, science, funnily enough, provides evidence for Jesus' teaching. Scientists and researchers discover many recent discoveries and many recent papers that show when we have unprocessed pain, unprocessed trauma and shame, when we cannot forgive or will not forgive, it has great harm on our bodies. Diseases have been linked to unforgiveness. Ulcers have been linked to unforgiveness. And cancer has been linked to unforgiveness. Or, more exactly, the ability to fight and deal with cancer is reduced when we live with a lack of forgiveness. Marilyn Elias, um, I quoted her in the, um, I gave you this quote in the newsletter. She wrote for 26 years for USA Today in the area of social studies. And she read hundreds of these reports and, and hundreds of these papers every year in order to report on them in the paper. And this is what she found. The happiest people surround themselves with family and friends, don't care about keeping up with the Joneses next door. They lose themselves in daily activities and most important, forgive easily. How many of us are quick to forgive? How many of us are able to release our burdens? Okay, so before I go any further in talking about what forgiveness is and how we might deal with it, I want to clarify two things about what forgiveness is not, okay? Number one, forgiveness is not reconciliation. Yeah. 
Forgiveness is not reconciliation, okay? Reconciliation is a two-person sport. Forgiveness, it's a one-person pursuit. It's about you, no one else. Reconciliation, that's about you and another person. That's fine. Forgiveness is just about you. You see, I think many of us are just waiting for people to say, I'm sorry. The truth is, people don't. They don't come and apologise. And so we have a choice. What do we do with this? Are we going to carry it? Are we going to wait for them to come and apologise? Or is there something else we're going to talk about today? The second thing about that forgiveness is not, forgiveness is not forgetting. You know that phrase, just forgive and forget? You heard that, right? It's dumb. It's stupid. Some of you have been deeply wounded, deeply hurt. To think that you can, you can just ignore it or forget that it ever happened is, is crazy, right? Yes? Instead, forgiveness is going to be a process. We're going to lean in and try and let go of stuff day after day. A few months ago, put up the next um, slide there, the image, is that the image? You're right. So those of you who've been around for, uh, well, those of you who were here on July the 29th, I preached a message based on Jesus' words, uh, the prayer that Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And I put that up there because I really want to encourage you to go back and have a look at that message. Have a look for Debts and Debtors on the Wollongong Salvos YouTube channel and remind yourself of what we talked about that time. And if you weren't here, it's a great message. I, I got a lot out of it. So um, a lot of people did too. So I'm sure you will. Forgive us our debts. Because in that message, we talked about the fact and the kid said it at the end of the video. Forgiving others is essential if we want to experience the forgiven life ourselves. Is that, was the verse, Bible verse? For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Straight up. Okay? And we unpacked that a little bit. And I encourage you to go back and have a look at that. But this morning, so I, I, I want to take that as red almost. Okay? So let's assume you're all going to go watch that as homework. Okay? Is that good? Yeah, okay. Well, all right. Because I got a lot of messages after that message. So, notes after that sermon. And people wrote to me and they said they really appreciated what the Bible said and how clear the Bible is when it comes to forgiveness and how important it is for us to live our, our abundant life. But they said... I just don't know how. I just, I just don't know how. It's hard. The hurt is so great. The anger is so much a part of me. Today, I want to unpack a single word and see if we can find in this word a practical way for putting down our burden and finding it 
possible to forgive so that we are not burdened into the ground. The word is this, forgiveness is a feeny. I know, sounds Greek, it is. It's Greek, it's got a PH in it. My name is Philip, it's got a PH in it too, it's Greek. Forgiveness is a feeny. Now, we translate it in English to forgiveness, but it actually has a bit more of a, a story meaning to it, and it means this, to release and send away. To release and send away. Now, the reason this is interesting, in Matthew, Jesus teaches his followers to pray, to pray forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. A feeny, our debts as we afemi, the debts of others. What it means to forgive, what it means in this solo sport, this process, is to be the kind of person who is able to release something and send it away. The idea of sending away comes from Leviticus chapter 16, back in the laws governing the high holy day of Yom Kippur in the Jewish calendar. Yom Kippur is the most important day for the Jewish people. Yom Kippur is the day of atonement. It is the day where humanity and God restore their relationship. Every year, they come to a point where they bring together the people and they bring together the people and God and restore their relationship together. And this word, releasing and sending away, has its roots in this day. So, on the Day of Atonement, the priest puts on his, fi his finest robes, 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 right, you got it, finest garments, his best uniform, and they get a, two goats. I mean, this is one goat, they get two goats. I'll explain why there's only one goat left. You can see where this is going, right? And they take two goats, and the goats flip a coin. Well, draw lots, or roll dice, or whatever, right? One goat loses. The goat that loses, they take that goat and they say to all the people gathered in the temple, this goat represents and onto this goat we place all your sins, all your mistakes, all your misdemeanors from the year, all your errors, all your bad words, all your relationship struggles, all this sort of stuff, we place this onto this goat. Everything bad that you've done wrong this year, this is on this goat. And then... They sacrifice the goat. And by the blood of this animal, it is understood that the sins of all the people have been covered over by God. And God offers forgiveness. Then the goat that wins, this goat. Onto this goat is not placed all the things that you've done, but prayed onto this goat is all the things that were done to you. All the hurts that you now carry. All the pain, all the suffering, all the struggle. All the burdens that you carry as a result of other person's sins are placed onto this goat and this goat is taken out of the, gate, out of the, out of the town and released into the wilderness. And that's the picture of Yom Kippur. Sins are forgiven by the sacrifice of one goat. And we release and send away all the hurt with the other goat. Sounds good, right? So that's where the idea of forgiveness comes from. But how do we do it? 
We don't have a goat. Or do we? I did think for a moment about getting some goats, right? I really did. It's hard to release and send away. Get a, a goat or whatever, or riding it on a blackboard. Do you remember what those kids did in that video? Riding on a blackboard and then erasing it. It's hard work. It's not easy. Someone does something to me to hurt me. I just release it and send it away. I want vindication. I want revenge. Retribution. Somebody should pay. Somebody is to blame. I want justice. And sometimes forgiveness feels weak, right? But remember, this is not about reconciliation. This is about you and what you're carrying. Sounds easy sometimes, release and send it away, but it is hard work. There are two things I want to encourage you about this morning. First of all, the first thing you have to realise is that you cannot actually release something unless you name it. You can't release something unless you've named it, unless you understand it, unless you explain it. You have to get to a moment in your life sometimes where you get real honest, really human about all the things and the weights that you're carrying, all the things that people have done to you. I wonder if you've never named it, the weight that you carry. Perhaps you're too afraid to name it. <coughs> Perhaps you think if you name the hurts and the pains that you feel, then it will be more real and more painful. Perhaps so but it is necessary. It's like you've got this weight on your back and unless you can name it, you don't get a handle on it. You can't take it off. You see what I'm saying? Maybe you've done such a good job of not naming how you feel about it and the hurts that you've suffered and the things that people have done to you that you've completely blocked it out. You feel the weight, but you're not sure why. Things that were done to you, said to you, wrongs that happened to you. Today I'm praying that you will have insight and courage to write down the pains and the hurts. To, to, to name them on the paper or to, to speak them out in prayer. This is where um, I, I, I truly believe counsellors and psychologists have an absolute gift. People come and they sit in their office. And all the counsellor does is help them name and understand the pain, the weight, and the burden, yeah? And then the council will help pray through that to release it and send it away. Not to forget it, but to send it away so that it no longer bears you into the ground. So we need to name it, to write it down, and to express it to God. I'm going to give you three, uh, a three-word process to go through in a second. Or maybe, and, and maybe you're a bit like me, and you've done this sort of thing before. How many of you have heard a message on forgiveness like this before? Yeah? Anybody? All of you who are in here in July. <laughs> yeah. 
How many of you, when you were younger, I, I had this experience when I was in youth group, we went away on camp and we had this, we, we would write down things on a bit of paper around the campfire or something and all the, the hurts and the things that people had done to us and all those sorts of things and we would throw it in the fire. Has anyone done that kind of process? Yeah. Have you ever done the thing like the kids did on the blackboard where you write it up and then you race it out, yeah? I, I've done this before. And I've got to tell you, I'm going to need to do it again. Because stuff always happens to me. I'm pretty sure stuff always happens to you, unless you live in a closet. Somebody owning, owning up to living in a closet. Not a cupboard under the stairs. Maybe in a meeting like this, you've made a decision to work on forgiving someone for some incredible hurt that they caused you. You've said prayers and you've made a commitment in your heart to release this and let it go. And you feel great in that moment, but then 10 seconds after the meeting's finished, the person says something to you and you want to smack them again. Yes? Or next Tuesday something happens and you're reminded of just the most horrific things that happen in your life. It has to be. It, you, when we're talking about forgiveness, when we're talking about a femi, you need to repeat it. All over and over again. Release and send away. Release and send away. So I want to leave you with three words. The three words are this. Cross, release, send it away. These words have become a little bit of a mantra for me in the last week. When someone does something, says something, someone looks at me weird, that's Rebecca. <laughs> when someone makes a complaint, I do have the tendency to take it on board, to stew over it, right? Anyone else like that? To internalize it, to tell myself a story about it. I just stop, say to myself, cross, release, send it away. Cross, release, send it away. When I am dinged, slighted, or any moment that I find myself being triggered, when I find myself feeling the weight, I go back to the cross. I go back to the cross. This morning, we're going to sing a song that we sung just before, Calvary. And I want to have a time where we well, I, I, I thought about having some goats. I thought about having a bonfire. And, and Will said no. But you know what? We have a place of prayer. We have these two benches. Benches where thousands of people have knelt. Where thousands of people have come to God and said, God, I cannot forgive this person. Please help me. Help me to release this burden. Help me to deal with this so that my life can be free and abundant. You have to name whatever that weight is. And you have to work hard at that because the better you name that weight, the better you name that burden, the better the handhold you get on it. And let me say, there is a risk if you don't do it. Because the risk is if you're hurting, you're going to hurt. Hurt people, hurt people, right? 
And I'll admit that I say things that I really shouldn't. I can be passive aggressive. If we don't know how to name the things that get to us, if we don't take it to the cross, if we start carrying it, our posture will be off. Our health will suffer. Our lives will be shortened. And you'll be missing out on the abundance of life.